In this week's interview, I talk with one of my best girlfriends, Eshleen, about everything from love and dating to turn-ons and turn-offs. We discuss our journey with the keto diet and confidence, as well as breakups, dating apps, and what we are looking for now versus when we were younger. Eshleen and I have been friends for over 10 years, and we met in the seventh grade, actually. We recorded this on our way to Las Vegas, so I do apologize for any background noise. This was a fun conversation to have, and I am extremely grateful to have Eshleen in my life as a friend. I hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. We are on the plane to Las Vegas. We have been friends for 14 years, and this is our first trip together. Our first trip together. Our first girls trip. It's my first trip that I've ever taken without my family or a boyfriend, so I am very excited. Me too. We're going to take a lot more trips after this, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. The first trip of many more. Yeah, many, many more. And we um, were off to a good start. The hotel was booked for the wrong wrong day. For the wrong day, but it's Vegas, so if you don't sleep tonight, it's fine. We'll figure something out. Yeah, so um, we noticed when we were, like, about to take off, so we couldn't call, but it's okay. Yeah, it's all part of the uh, the spontaneity. Yeah. And we'll see where life takes us. Yeah. Got the whole Vegas experience. And we're going to Utah. Yeah. Utah, it's like one of those places. It seems so random, but like it, is. it looks so beautiful. It's kind of like Idaho. Yeah. Like you never think of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like with Oklahoma. Like Oklahoma is definitely one of the nicest states I've ever been to. And it's so random. It's like one of those flyover states. But it's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. So it should be interesting. Sucker for a southern accent. So am I. And she likes them too. Country boys all the way. Country boys are really hot, so if you happen to be a country <laughs> boy listening to this, hit me up. Yes. But, um, yeah, and then we were just talking about, so Ashley, what would, like, your perfect guy be? Physically, like, emotionally, if you could create a dream man. My dream man would be emotionally available because I recently learned how important that is. It's hard to find. and open. 
my last relationship that just was not there. Like, he didn't understand what I was talking about half the time.
live together and it's kind of complicated because like she doesn't want me to leave and she's like having an episode about me leaving and like I just want out of the relationship so I said where does she think you are right now and he was like at work and I left some money on the table picked up my purse and left Good because that's just like unacceptable I would <laughs> never want to be in her shoes
boyfriend and I broke up shortly before my birthday. Not after. Shortly before my boyfriend. Just edit this for now. This guy said he wanted to take me on for my birthday. And I was like, oh my god, like this is amazing. Like my boyfriend that I had broken up with before, like, didn't care about my birthday. I was like, wow, this guy is like amazing. So we had seen each other twice. And my birthday was coming up. So it's like I'm gonna take you to dinner. Amazing. Shows up with flowers. I'm like, oh my god, this is great. So we go to dinner. Have a good dinner. The bill comes. And he asks me to split it with him. Okay, it's 2020. Like whatever. No problem. So we split the bill. Then he wants to go out for drinks. Great. Love drinks. My birthday. Let's do some tequila shots. It's gonna be great. So we go to the bar. When the bar tab comes, he disappears. <laughs> so I pay the $150 bar tab. On your birthday. On my birthday eve. And again, now I'm like, okay, like what the fuck? But it's fine. So I pay the bar tab. And then we're gonna go to a bar pretty close to my house. So go back to my house to like freshen up or whatever and we sit on the couch for a minute and he starts kissing me okay like whatever but then he tries to put his hand down my pants <laughs> and I'm like no no like we're both drunk like no thank you does it again I say no does it again I say no and I'm like can you like stop I was like I think you need to leave and then he goes you're so rude and starts freaking out about how rude I am. Then, oh wait, backtrack a second. Before, before the whole pants fiasco, he bites my lip so hard that you saw it the next day. It was swollen and bruised. Like, I don't understand why guys think that's hot. It's not hot. Don't, I like lip biting, but don't bite it to the point where like your teeth marks are in my lip. Oh like I was like oh my god so I couldn't get him to leave and after like going back and forth with him he finally left and then the next day he texts me I didn't answer the following day he texts me I was like sorry if I was yawning on our date that's what he's sorry about yeah I was like sorry you were yawning I was like do you were you too drunk to remember like putting your hand down my pants and me saying no he's like no I remember that I was like, oh my god. So, long story short, I said, I'm not interested in seeing you anymore. And right. that was it. That story never gets old. It was just crazy. First of all, guys, if a girl says no to having sex with you, it's not rude. No. She's not entitled to have sex with you. No. Especially if you don't pay. <laughs> yeah, I paid for half the date. Yeah, myself, I am. Which is fine. I, but like, I consider myself a feminist, and a lot of people are going to get mad about this, but guy paying on the first date is kind of important to me. Yeah. It's not the money thing. It's showing they're invested right. and that they are generous. Right. Because if a guy is cheap and not giving like my last ex-boyfriend no offense. Um, it's it's like a no for me. Yeah. It's a no for me. No, I, I totally agree. It's not even about the money. It's more no. about the principle. Exactly. Like I feel like it's just they like the gentleman you. thing. To yeah. Do. It's, it's um, mannerly. And even like if he'll pay for dinner, then I'll get, like, drinks right, exactly. Like, that's cool with me. But I've had a boyfriend. His name was Jeff. <laughs> and on my birthday, 
it's a thing of like not following through with your word. Yeah. If you say you're gonna do something, do it. And that's a that's a problem with me and dating these days is that like a guy will ask you to hang out like three days in advance. That day comes, they don't text you. Yeah. That like, happened to me this past weekend. Yeah. I have been texting this guy for like three weeks and texting every single day. Cute, flirty. We're supposed to hang out last Saturday night and he goes, Hey, sorry, I made plans with I forgot. I made plans with my friend for dinner. And I just wrote back okay. And I haven't heard from Bye. Him since. Goodbye, yeah. goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Because that's just inconsiderate. It's super inconsiderate. When I was on the dating app like this summer, guys 
that like intelligence is sexy. It's so sexy. That should have been so on my sexy. list. Yeah. I well, love it. They all kind of tie together. Yeah. Someone that is friendly. I right. love guys that are friendly and like can talk to people. Yeah. Um, and I guess just like open-minded and willing to try new things. I don't like guys that are like Like, it'll 
think like if you let someone go and it's meant to be, then they'll come back into your life. But you have to let people like do their own thing and find themselves on their journey. Right. Because we can't do that for them. No. We're going to talk a little bit about keto. Dashlene actually got me onto the keto diet, which I never thought I'd be able to do, but I've been doing it for a few months. So can you tell the audience how you came about keto and like how it's transformed you and your yeah. life? So keto, honestly, has changed my life. I had heard about it for like a year prior to me doing it, and I always was interested, but I never dived into it, you know? Um, so I went through another bad breakup where I felt very insecure in my skin. I was very heavy, probably the heaviest I've ever been, and very unhappy with who I was. Um, not just physically, but like internally too. I just didn't like who I was. And I was like, something needs to change. So I've always heard about keto. I've always seen people on Instagram having amazing results. I'm like, let me look into this. So I did research for like a month before I actually started it. Yeah. And then I actually reconnected with an old friend from college who was doing keto. And talking to her definitely helped so I started my keto journey and she was kind of like my coach for it and I did it strict keto for three months weighed all my food measured everything had like a fitness tracker tracked all my macros and honestly the first week for anyone who's interested the first week is the hardest you get the keto flu which is different for everybody. Like for me, I just had really bad migraines. Like what about you? For me, I was so dizzy. Yeah. I was very lightheaded and hungry all the time and very like emotional. Yeah, that happens. Some people get nauseous, some people get the bad headaches, some people feel sluggish, but what's happening is your body, so with keto, if you're not familiar with it, your body switches energy sources. So the normal person runs on carbs, when you're doing keto, being that there's a deficit of carbs, your body switches to running on healthy fats. So that week is like a transition period. Yeah. So like your body is craving carbs and craving sugar and you know, you just can't give in because I promise you after the first week, you feel amazing. And so for me personally, when I eat carbs, even now, I just feel so tired. Yeah. But on keto, you feel so energized and so pumped up all the time. Do you feel that way too? A hundred percent. When I eat carbs and sugar, I feel very like heavy and sluggish. But yeah. on keto, after your body detoxes the glucose and everything like that, and it, it really just like gets it out of your system, you feel so light. You do. And, and energized. energized. Just, the biggest thing for me too that attracted to me to this diet was the mental clarity. Do you feel like you have mental clarity? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So after three months of doing it strict, I lost 40 pounds. And I like did keto pretty much mostly of all of last year, with the exception of like a few taco all nights after drinking or like going on vacation. And I definitely was so happy with my figure. Since the pandemic, I've been doing keto-ish. But after Vegas, I'm definitely getting right back on track. You know? No doubt about that. Yeah. It's okay to fall off sometimes, you know? Yeah, because for me... So, Ashleen, really similar to your story. So, 
I went through a breakup and I, I gained so much weight in that relationship. Like I look back at old pictures and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Um, so I was losing a, a little weight. I was starting to get toned up, but nothing crazy. And then I tried keto. I didn't think I could do it because I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. So it was really difficult to start, but I downloaded like a, an app that gave you a meal plan and I kind of just adjusted. And um, I lost like an extra 20 pounds. Yeah, you look amazing. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And um, it's actually, it's not easy, but it's very simple. Like it's straightforward. And once right. you start and get into the groove and like really adjust your meal plan, it becomes easy. Yeah. In the beginning, it's very intimidating. Right. You feel very restricted, but honestly, after your body gets rid of like all the toxins, you don't crave that food. No, you don't. You really don't. You don't. And I said to Ashleen earlier in the car, I'm like, when I'm on keto, like I might want to have like pasta and meatballs, but then when I have that food, like I realize it's not worth it. Yeah. How I feel. It's really not worth it. Yeah. And like just a little side note, if you are interested, when you do crave carbs and sugar, they say don't give in to like the keto alternative because that's not gonna break the cycle. You know what I mean? Like they say don't give in, let your body get over craving it and then you won't crave it anymore. And that's so yeah, true. hundred percent. You have to let it pass and it right. will pass. Like, it definitely passes. I really wanted the cheesecake factory the other day. I was really craving it and I was like, oh I might get it and I didn't. I had some like chia pudding with um like stevia to make it sweet. Oh nice. And then it passed. Yeah. And they have like keto alternatives for pretty much anything. Like the cheesecake. Yeah, the cheesecake. Sucker for keto bolognese. It's Never tried ground it. beef um, with zucchini noodles, heavy cream, and tomato paste. And like you simmer the sauce and put some garlic in there, and then you fry up the meat Sounds and good. put it with zucchini. It's amazing. Yeah, you so just have to find what works for you. There's yeah. lots of recipes on YouTube. Thomas Delauer yeah. has really good videos. You make really cool looking keto sheets. I, I want to try those. They look oh amazing. Yeah, I was really sad most about keto, like with the fruit, because there's not much fruit you can have, but I make this shake that I put a fourth cup of berries in with some like sweetener, some protein powder, almond butter, maybe some greens, and it's so good, and it keeps me pretty full. It looks amazing. Thank you. I'll have to make it for us one Yeah, for sure. But definitely, I think keto, I went on keto in July, and at that point, I was very self-conscious, and I hadn't worn shorts or a bathing suit in like four years. to my old self and that's definitely 
rather be like a good person than like be a 10 like physically you know yeah because even people like I don't know who's like a hot person Megan Fox like she might be a nice person but like I think a lot of people that are born like looking like a model or like Angelina Jolie they're not forced to really work on their personality because everything's given to them because of their looks yeah so when you're kind of like forced to build your character 
like the right guy in like the right relationship I feel like I just flourish because yeah. I have so much love to give and like right now I'm all about giving it to myself but like when I was in my last relationship we were so solid and like we got along so well we just had this great relationship and I loved pouring all my love into it like it just yeah. felt so good you know and like it just made me happy to make them happy the right person will bring out the best in you I, I totally agree that's something I've learned a lot of my relationships have brought out the worst in me and that that's for different reasons especially if you've been in like an abusive relationship you right. easily get triggered but the right person it won't feel like a struggle no for the most part yeah I feel like I've learned and I think maybe this is just with each but like I'm all about like just simple simplicity like if something's yeah. simple then I'm good to go like I can't do the drama no. the making up breaking up thing anymore no. like I just shut down relationships especially and say if you've broken up there's like a 90% chance if you get back together you'll break up again yeah so I actually just had a session with my life coach last night about that because I have I've always thought that my pattern was I fall for men that I'm gonna make up for something stupid and then I take them back but like they've already showed me that they're that they're runners you know they yeah. up and leave and I just kept taking them back so but this last breakup, as much as, like, I want to call him and text him and just get back together, like, I love the guy, but, like, as much as I want to fall back into that pattern, he's already showed me that he's not capable of showing up for me and sticking it out, like, through, like, whatever, you know, ups and downs of just life, but, like, yeah, as hard as it is not to text him, I can't because he's already shown that he's a runner and I gotta weed them out. You have to Thing. Yeah. But as our generation has 
become so used to just swiping and swiping that we kind of dehumanize people and it's so uncomfortable to have that conversation so we don't have it at all. That's interesting. I never thought about it like that, but you're so right. Like with the dating apps, like it is kind of dehumanizing because it's just like, you know, on to the next one. There's so many out there. I have like almost 400 matches on Hinge and I don't even talk to like any of them. A lot of guys, like not bashing guys, but a lot of guys. 
believe I'm interested in you. That's why I'm not sleeping with you. Yeah. <laughs> so fast. Like, it's, yeah. Now, do you feel like you're more attracted to, like, older men or younger men? Now that I'm 26, I am liking the older men a lot really? more. When I was, like, 24, like, I still liked that, like, little boy fuckboy look. Like, you know, and I was into, like, the 22-year-old. Like, my ex was, like, two or three years younger than me. Now, my cutoff is, like, 25, 26. I won't go any... I don't care if you're cute. I'm not looking for cute. I'm looking for someone that's established and mature. Me too. So, I wouldn't date, like, a 50-year-old. Yeah. But I want someone that, like, has their life together. So, like, since I've been single, like, my preference range is from, like, 24. Well, it started... Backtrack. It started out at, from... When I first went back on the app, it was from 24... To 38, which is a huge reach, but I just didn't know what I wanted. Yeah. So, after, like, talking to some people, like, the 24-year-old was too immature, wasn't looking for anything serious that he was, but his actions yeah. showed otherwise. Meanwhile, like, the 38-year-old, you know, was maybe a little too mature for me, like, where I guess maybe he's just a serious person, but, like, I just don't know... a number 